Hey girl, welcome to this week's episode of the Fearless Mujer. I'm so excited. I say that every time how excited I am that you're hanging out with me again. Girl, I'm super excited today because I had two amazing mujeres on the podcast. I had the honor and the privilege of having a virtual cup of cafecito with Mariana and Melanie Montoya, aka the educated hermanas, who are two trailblazing Latinas from Southeast Los Angeles. They are redefining what it means to be Latina by pushing, expanding, and breaking boundaries as captured on their educated hermanas Instagram. That's hermanas with a Z. At 24, Melanie, and at 27, Mariana, both have traveled the world, champion education, and are slowly creating tangible actions to uplift Latinas through social media as they have recently launched a $5,000 scholarship for Latinas to specifically take a professional or career leap. This is only the beginning for Mariana and Melanie. They are on a journey to find themselves in new spaces and break ceilings. And their ultimate goal is to create the next New York Times bestseller Latina book. Guys, these two girls, these two sisters are amazing. Okay, let me tell you, they are just really cool. First of all, they're super laid back. I mean, You're going to listen to this episode and you're going to see how cool they really are. But what they are doing, empowering Latinas, creating this scholarship to really give back to empower Latinas is so amazing. Now, with all cafecito chats, you know, we talk a little bit about everything, But I loved this episode. I loved my conversation with them because we dived into their journey of becoming the educated hermanas. We talked about branding. So if you are a, you know, entrepreneur, you want to kind of dive into that space and you've had any questions about branding or pivoting, we talk a little bit about that. But they also share with me what inspired them to begin helping others and how their mom played a big part in that. We talk about your big dreams. They tell me more about the scholarship. And girl, we even start talking about Mexican bandas. So this cafecito chat is going to be so good. Now, I want you to please go follow them, go check out what they're doing. If you have wanted to, invest in something, in a course, in education, in anything that's going to grow you and further you, I highly recommend that you go to their Instagram, Educated Hermanas with a Z. Go check them out. Go find out what their scholarship is all about. The deadline is November 15th, so you still have time to sign up. And you will find all their links in the show notes. So please make sure to go check them out. And also make sure to share this episode with your amigas. Because like I always say, something powerful happens when we lift each other up. God bless. Hey girl, I'm Micaela, a mother, wife, Jesus follower, podcaster, empowerment coach, and a Chicana who loves her cafecito. I'm on a mission to empower each mujer to give herself permission to be the woman God created her to be. Because just like you, I wear many hats. Girl, I see you trying to take care of everyone else. But on this podcast, I invite you to grab your cafecito or glass of wine. Sit back, relax, because I'm going to mentor you and teach you how to stop being afraid of becoming the woman you know you were meant to be. So you ready? All right, girl, let's do this. Hey, girl, welcome to a new episode of The Fearless Mujer. I am so excited. I have two amazing mujeres on the podcast They're awesome. They're doing so many things just to empower women. I met them on IG. They helped me with my market research and I got to know them for, I guess it was like almost two hours. I don't know, but um, welcome to the podcast, Melanie and Mariana. How are you guys? Oh my gosh. Hi guys. Hi guys. And girls. 
We're so excited to be on here. I'm so excited that you're excited. I was act- I was so honored that you all came on because, you know, for me, like, I think of people's time as so valuable, especially like when you are, whether you have a business or a nonprofit, whatever it is, or in school, time is like so precious. So I just mm-hmm. want to thank you for sharing your time with me today. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you. Time is definitely money and, and we value your time too. So. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Uh, So if we could just, you know, if you guys could tell me like who you are, I know you're also known as the educated hermanas, which we'll dive into. So I couldn't wait to have you guys on because, you know, I'm all about um, just empowering our Latina sisters, lifting them up. And you all are definitely doing that. So tell me about yourselves. Okay, who's going to start? Oh, you go first. <laughs> I feel like we always struggle with this. It's, like, oh, it's all good. We have to like, look at each other and then it's like, like, wait, uh, who started? Who started? <laughs> so I guess I'll start. So hi, guys. Um, I'm Melanie. Um, I like to go by Mel sometimes. I'm 23 years old. Um, I graduated UC Davis. Um, and if you see all the pretty designs on Educated Hermanas, that is me pouring too much time on that. <laughs> Hi, guys. Well, I'm Mariana Montoya, and I am 27 years old. Um, I'm Mel's sister. So we are sisters, which is a fun fact. Um, and yeah, like I am a journalism student. So I'm in my fourth year. So I'm already graduating this upcoming semester, which I'm so excited. Wow! About. Congrats! Thank you. I'm I'm so excited for it. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, and together we are the educated hermanas on Instagram. That's so cool. So, tell me about educated hermanas. Tell me about the mission, what it is, what you're doing, um, and we can talk a little bit about the scholarship you guys have going on. Yes. Um, Okay, well, Educated Manas has gone through such a journey. We're actually, we just turned two years on Instagram. So we're celebrating our little two-year anniversary. That's so cool. Yeah, thank you. And within those two years, I feel like we've gone through so many transitions. We started as educated humans, educated humans turn into educated humanos. And then finally, our last stop was educated hermanas. And that's, I think that's what's going to stick. I think that's definitely- I, that, that's what feels right. I guess this is where we kind of stationed ourselves. And this is what we're like, okay, for sure. This is it. We're educated hermanas. And that's, that's going to be our personal branding. So we are a personal brand. And our main focus is to uplift um, Latinas and to be able to provide a safe space where they can express who they are and create opportunities. I think the main thing is create tangible opportunities for women to be able to see themselves beyond just Latinas. Like mm-hmm. they could do anything career wise and all that stuff. I love that. That's why I fell in love with you guys when uh, I put out, you know, like I'm doing market research. Um, like when I got to know you guys, I was like, man, and I'm like older than you all. So I was like, so impressed. Like, and I think I told uh, Melanie, um, where were you when I was your age? Cause like, this is amazing, you know, because, and I love, I love your name, educated hermanas because, well, you guys are sisters, but on top of that, like I always say, I'm I'm trying to empower my Latina sisters because although we're not blood sisters, right? In some way, we all have a commonality and a bond. And and for a lot of us, we grew up the same. And it's it's just so beautiful and so cool. And so I feel like there's kind of like a double meaning to the educated hermanas that if you really I mean, I'm one of those people that I analyze and I'm like, hmm, what does this really mean? That's just me. I'm like a deep thinker. So I just love it. I love what you all are doing. And I really want to know. And I love your branding. Let me just say, like, the colors, everything. I'm like, I need a, I need a melody in my house. <laughs> like, hey, girl, can girl, you do you that? Honestly, like, I will, like, if you need my help, like, just Don't let me know. say that because I'll be like, hey, girl. <laughs> Um, so I want to know what inspired you. I know. And it, and I love that you mentioned you went from, uh, you said educated humanos, like you kind of went through 
different stages, right? Yeah, and I love that because I feel like, uh, and if there's anyone listening who's maybe trying to get into like, you know, entrepreneurship, and maybe they're like confused with branding, because I that's one of the most important things is how do I make this come alive? How do I make this vision come alive? And I know we're not going to focus on branding, but I just kind of want to throw that out there because a lot of times people will get scared when you have to kind of, that's, that's really hard when you have to figure it out. And then for me, I'm not, I'm not a graphic designer. So it's like, Oh, how do I do this? Right. Um, but I love that. So it's okay to start something and then later pivot because that's kind of where you start to explore and find like, okay, this fits now. It's like trying on different shoes. So I I just wanted to throw that out there for anyone who's maybe stuck. Maybe they're like, never mind, this is too hard. Like, girl, just start and then figure it out as you go. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys can add to that a little bit. Oh my gosh, a hundred percent. So basically when we started Educated Hermanas and we became Educated Human, uh, our goal was to be like as relatable as possible to as many people. Um, and we were like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, let, let, let's inspire, let's change the world. And we were so into it. Um, but slowly as we like kind of got more into it, we found ourselves stuck in so many different like aspects. And we're like, okay, this isn't, this isn't resonating with many people. And we were like, okay, like, Let's keep searching. Like, okay. It was like a darker era, I guess. <laughs> it was darker. And if you look at our logos and like what we used to produce before, like everything was more like muted and dark. So Colorless. we were definitely, definitely in a different <laughs> stage of like, you know, like where we were at in our thought process. And then I think eventually, uh, once we gave out our first scholarship, um, she was actually a female. And we're like, oh my gosh, like, we can relate like there's so it's so powerful and empowering and I at least for me that was my like confirmation uh that we should really stick to like Latinas I was like oh my gosh like we could really make a difference and our girls really need us to come through they they need our faces Mm -hmm. you know people yeah like we could reach a wider audience but if we specifically focus on Latinas and we have that like common ground that relatability and I love what you said about like it having a double meaning because it's so true I think one of our other goals is to eventually create educated admanas into a global community because there's so many girls that really are educated and we're all hermanas in this and I think the, like we have a friend, um, she's actually from London and like, she's 18 and we've kind of like helped her out and we have sessions with her. And, and it's funny because she's, you know, she's not like us. She lives in a different country. Um, her family's actually from Iran, right? Yeah. From Iran. Her family's from Iran and, you know, kind of, you put us next to each other and there's so many differences, but in reality, there's so many similarities. There's so many similarities. So that's like also like our or other like (laughs) the undertone of educated hermanas as well so yeah it was kind of like this weird journey of like going from unstuck and then really realizing who where people were and not being afraid to tap into that space that we already knew like there was nothing wrong with it we were I think we were trying to run away from it I think for a good time we were trying to run away from our identity or at least tapping into who we were at our core and Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the main things that happened. We were trying to kind of mute that aspect of us like, oh, we're Latinas, but it's like, no, but like, we don't want to throw that out there because, you know, there's so many, there's so many people doing that. And it's like, actually, I no think we're going to do it like exactly. you. And, and yeah. I think that was the main thing. It was like, at first it was like, you know what? Like, no one's going to do it like us. And what separates us is that we're sisters and that we're Latinas. And, you know, I think we have so much value to actually provide when we tap into who we are at our core. And, that is a big part of us. We are Latinas because our parents gave us the, like they, we inherited that from our parents. So it's such a big deal. Um, and also I, it's funny to tap into, we actually switch educated humanos to educated hermanas because our boss could not pronounce. Educated <laughs> She was like, so she was at a she conference. Was on a live, she so. was on a live. She was in a live with Fears by Mitu. And she was like, <laughs> oh, I sat down with these lovely ladies. And she was just like, I like we texted her afterwards. We're like, oh my gosh, great job. And then she was like, How do you pronounce your name? And then I was like, oh shoot, <laughs> like switch. And I told her, I was like, you know what? I think this is important. If people cannot 
like if they don't like attach your like identity with who you are mm. then there's clearly a problem in branding so we're like okay we're sisters well we're educated we want to keep that educated component and well we like this whole idea of the duality that exists between English and Spanish so we're like we're going to keep that as well so instead of being like educated sisters we're like we're going to be educated hermanas to kind of bring that together but again it was a complete journey because <laughs> yeah. we- educated humans and then we're like humans no like no manos because we're latinas yeah and from there it was like well we're sisters but i don't like sisters because that's too like that, that's, that's, so that's so generic <laughs> so we're like okay hermanas and then we heard it we're like oh wow like that actually has like a really good reason I, I told her i was like i think it's time to change all our like platform like handles into educated hermanas that feels right and then I told her, I was like, you know what? I don't think we're going to switch from here. I think we're going to, we're stationed here for a reason. And I think this is a good place to continue just kind of exploring. And I think that's where we, we just became educated about us. I, I love it. And you know what? Cause for, for a Latina, you know, just speaking as Mexican American, as a Chicana, when I see that, I'm like, oh, what's that? It's, it's, it's like, like you said, it's inside of us. There's something there. So when you have the Spanglish, you know, combined, mm-hmm. you don't have to explain to us. And I think that it's interesting because, I, and just from my experience, there's been so many times when I have felt like I need to tone it down. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. want to be too Mexican or to this. And and you're right. At some point, like this is who I am to my core. Cause I feel that same way. Like this is who I am. I love Frida Kahlo. And so I think that we just have to run with it, run with who we are at our core. So I just love, and I I feel like with branding, like it should be a reflection of who you are at your core. It should translate wherever, wherever you are, it should just come alive. And I don't know. I just, now you guys got me talking about branding. Maybe somebody needs to hear this. I think so, but it's all good. We're going to go with it. No, I love it because like I was saying, I feel like that's, that's where people get stuck sometimes because there's so many components to starting something, right? Uh, If when you're launching something, there's so many components from like the tiniest thing, there's so many moving parts. And when you're lost, it's, it's sometimes not until you take all those components and all those pieces that it starts to kind of fit into something. And a while ago, I was having a conversation with my husband. I don't know if you guys remember this because I know like I'm older than you all, but there used to be this, this thing from Tupperware and it was like a, I don't even know if it was a square or what shape it was, but it was for babies and they had to like put the shapes in there. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Well, I feel like branding and starting something feels like that sometimes like, wait, I think this piece fits in here. So I really love that, that you all touched on that because what I really want listeners to understand is that it's okay to not have it all figured out. Mm -hmm. It's okay if you're, you know, too Latina to some people because, and I'm saying too Latina because that's mostly who listens to this podcast because the women who you're called or whoever, whoever you're called to attract, if those are Latinas, they're going to come. So you don't have to have it all figured out. And you all are living proof of that. So I love it. Um, yeah. So I know you said that you want to make a difference. What inspired you, though? What was the heart of before it was even educated hermanas what was and I know you all you all have talked to me like when we had our conversation about uh how you all kind of saw like women empowerment growing up but what was like to to the root of it what really made you say yeah we we gotta do this we gotta make a difference I feel like that's like a very it's an it's a complex two-part answer probably because I mean again we did see that a lot growing up my mom she's the therapist of the barrio like 
literally like everybody think, goes to her and questions <laughs> solutions solutions family problems family, everything my mom's a psychologist part-time doctor she's a part-time nurse she's a part-time community, everything community, community manager community organizer <laughs> community organizer community manager my mom is like that that jack woman all, jack she's all a trees. jack of all <laughs> and I think it really begins with her because we saw that growing up in fact we actually had a conversation Mel and I um a few days ago and I don't know if you remember but one of the main things that my mom taught us was to love people for people and that was the main thing so we had neighbors two of them their names were Anna and Annie they got into a car accident a really brutal car accident and one of the things that I I very vividly remember I was about like 10 or maybe 11 like I was a little bit like on the younger side and my mom made me write a letter for them for each of them because one of them unfortunately had gone to jail because she had killed someone in that car crash and I don't know if she had a did she have a DUI do you remember I'm pretty sure she I did. think so yeah. I think she was drunk so deal is that once she came out of jail my mom's like you don't criticize her it doesn't matter like, you know, she's right across the, the thing, but you're not going to judge her. In fact, you're going to send her a letter and tell her, send her all your love, your light and everything. So I wrote that letter and I remember giving it to her and then to our other neighbor that had also been in a car accident that same week. And I think that's where it really begins. It really begins with it, with those tiny little moments where my mom was like, you know what? You don't judge this woman because, you know, she just came out. She made a mistake and you you don't criticize her. You just give her some love. You accept her back into the society, which in that case was like the the area we were growing up in. And I feel like for me, at least, I feel like that's where it all kind of came together when I was older. And it just came to me a few days ago when yeah, we were we talking about like, like our accident. So we were kind of reviewing some stuff. And I was literally like, you know what? It's funny because I feel like that's where it really begins. It began with my mom and all this community of women that she had around her and that she had like empowered. She was always that person that was like, you know, your your aunt calls. It's like, oh, I'm sick for my stomach. And my mom's like, oh, yeah, you know, you could do this, this and this. Um, And little moments like that. Like, I feel like those were key moments when it came together when we were older. I would say it's when we started seeing that we started putting together that representation in the Latino community was really poor. It was like, I don't remember having uh, like a big, I guess, like a big role model, like a, a TV star. Mm-hmm. That, but also I, I think the helping portion came because our parents, like I said, my mom was a community organizer. She <laughs> had like 20 parents because we used to be like, you know, church kids that used to help mm-hmm. the priest out. Um, she got like 20 parents. She said, we're going to make tamales. And I think at the time, like five or six um, of the people, like of the kids who used to be altar servers, um, they were going off to college and our brother had already left. So she's like, we're going to help them out and we're going to give them small scholarships. So we wow. saw how she, yeah. And she was the first, she was the first individual to ever mm-hmm. do anything like that. It didn't matter if you were going to a CC vocational school. No, you were getting your small grant. Mm-hmm. And for us, I think that at least for me, that, that just kind of stuck where it's like, it's, you don't need to have all the money to create the difference you want to see. So you know, flash forward 2020, the pandemic came and we kind of found ourselves in the situation where we're like, okay, like how can we contribute? And that's, I think like another mm-hmm. like portion of, another of who, section. another segment of like who we were in the moment. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, what can we do? Everybody's sad. I had just lost the job offer. Um, so I was like, all right, like, you know, we have a platform. Why don't we use our platform to make a difference? Yeah. Wow. So we just kind of like saw that someone already had done like a, a virtual benefit concert we're like you know what they did it we can do it too my mom sold some all these to get these scholarships <laughs> and we can make it co- like a sco- like yeah. a scholarship and a concert and we can create our own like actual own like way of helping someone out and we're like okay like we're educated well at the time we we're educated humans so we're like okay why don't we help out another student um and then yeah that just involved like evolved to becoming um the educated hermanas grant and we're like okay we don't need everything all we need is like the desire to like create the difference mm-hmm. you kind of set forth this intention and you find people in the spaces that can help you out that's amazing I love it and like just you can just hear the passion that your mom had to help other people mm-hmm. that 
you know, she didn't care that, okay, we're going to sell tamales and this is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to help other people. And it's just so beautiful to, cause in a, like, I always think that children are a parent's legacy. So you guys are her legacy. And it's, it's just amazing to see that, uh, that you just come from such a strong, empowered woman. So do you believe that education empowers Latinas? I mean, obviously, yes, but how can, as Latinas, can we, you know, help the next generation love education and love to grow in knowledge? Because I always feel like it's, it does, like you were just talking about vocation, like it, do, it didn't matter what they were doing, right? These people that your mom was giving scholarships to, she was still helping them. So there's some people that, you know, they, they don't want to go to college. They want to do a, a trade or something like that. But my question is like, how can we empower the next generation of women to really love education and to have a desire to want to want to learn? Because come on, guys, we're living in like this instant microwave society where you could Google everything. I had to go to the library back in the day and like, look up in the big encyclopedias for whatever I needed to know there was there was no google or anything and so you know I just see how how and I can't speak for everyone but just like the future generation everything's at their fingertips so do they really learn do they really dive in do they really love to learn you know so I know that's like a really long answer but whatever you want to add to that is cool (laughs) Honestly, I think it starts by leading, leading by example. Again, we go back to our mom because she is our first like actual empowered Latina role model. Um, And one of our other like memories growing up is that like we used to have to go to like our library um, to have to like take tutoring, tutoring like right after school. And like she would grab these like huge encyclopedias of like medicine and she would just like through the definition. She's like, "Mm, your aunt has this and I want to figure out like if X, Y, and Z would really help. And I just remember her and I was like, darn it, I wish I like math and science so that I could be a doctor and like just, you know, have these great conversations. (laughs) And I don't. And I don't either. I'm not the best at that. But I do remember her passion about like, you know, wanting to know more, but it definitely started with her and her dad would like take us um, to um, book fairs. He actually took us to like one of the Spanish ones. So like an mm-hmm. LA Times one. Wow. And he, we met Isabel Allende. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was the coolest thing ever because it's like Isabel Allende, like she's one of the greatest authors of like our time. Um, and like we actually took a picture with her and I re- I just remember her and like she she was so short she was so short <laughs> um, and I got my Spanish teacher teacher super hyped up for it she was like I missed her she like messaged me on Facebook because I had my teacher on Facebook she's like Rihanna I totally missed her and I was like I'm so sorry <laughs> saw her. and didn't she write like a really nice she message? did she, she really did which you need to message. find that book by you the way you need to find that book but she wrote a book and I was like, what, like 10, 12? Probably 12. 12. Like yeah. 11, 12. Mariana was like 15. No, actually, you know what? It was my senior year because I was, 14, so for was my 14. Spanish teacher, I was her service. So I think it's A, so. leading by example and B, exposure. Because mm-hmm. then you can kind of like demonstrate through like your own actions, but also by like what other people have done. Um the power of education and I think the coolest thing about the power of education is that there's tangible results and you can see them and you can find them and you can be the the living example and the living proof of them that's awesome I love that answer just being an example because I think like you could tell people mm-hmm. I'm just I'm speaking as a mom like sometimes kids just you know like they say se le mete por un oído se le sale por el otro <laughs> like you know so I just wonder as a mom, like, hmm, how can I make my daughter (laughs) love to learn more things instead of, you know, being on Google or YouTube? So that was kind of a personal question. (laughs) Take her to the book fair, make her talk to other women. Like, oh my gosh, our mom. She loved books back in the day, but now it's like eh, books, whatever. Like she's 12. So she's in that whatever stage. But I have a question for you. And then I want to. I want you to tell, tell us about uh, the scholarship. I was going to say the book fair. 
Um, so in your opinion, what does it mean to you guys, uh, to be an empowered Latina, if you could describe it in a couple of words or sentences, what does that really mean to you guys? Um, okay. I have given you a really good answer for this one. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's interesting because I really had remember. No. Okay. So like what she said, this is, (laughs) do you remember? I remember. remember. Go for it. Okay. So quote Mariana, this is what Mariana said. Um, so she said that an empowered Latina is a Latina that uses the resources in her community and and the resources that she has to make a difference in her community with people and with herself with herself and the world Mm -hmm. wow that's a deep answer I love that thank you I I love that you guys inspire me I'm like where why did I not have these friends when I was their age versus the drunk friends I had no I'm just kidding (laughs) I I think you guys know by now we're friends so I'm just like this is what it is (laughs) It would be an insult to not be considered one. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad you feel that way. Um, so what about you, Melanie? What are, what do you, in your opinion, like when you think of empowered Latina, what does that mean to you? Um, I I think Mariana's answer is like the best answer. It's, it's, yes. so, it's, like, it's, in a, it's literally an empowered Latina that uses her resources. Because I think we would have never done the scholarship. Like, you know, if you would have asked me, I mean, I'm still in student loans. She's still going. Girl, <laughs> preaching to the choir. <laughs> so honestly, like if we would have never just used the resource, what was our resource? It was literally our platform, which at the time we only had a hundred followers. Mind wow. you. It's only a- we were at a hundred followers. That's Let- true. We were only at a hundred followers. Wow. This was this tiny platform. And then we had this one friend um, who owned a matcha. Well, he's like a, he was a salesperson for a matcha company. Wasn't he the COO or something? No, chief, chief sales, of- chief oh. sales officer. So wow. we just about our crazy opportunities. So again, our, our resources to make a difference in our community. And I think it takes good to put yourself out in a screen. It takes good to only do it with a hundred followers because people think you're crazy. You're like, how are you gonna make even a hundred dollars with a hundred people following? <laughs> Honestly, it's really funny because I feel like at least personally, I'm very introverted. It depends. I'm very introverted, extroverted. So it depends on like the persons that I meet, like mm-hmm. if I really like them, then I'll be very extroverted. But if I'm like kind of iffy about like a person, I'm just kind of like <laughs> A camera and sometimes I'm awkward <laughs> so it really took a lot and I was like I I told her I was like if I'm making faces <laughs> like my I told I texted my friend I was like can you please tell me if I'm making faces because I have this habit where maybe I, I just faces. I make faces and she's like why are you making that face it's like I don't know <laughs> like my face but is anyways, like this but so it took some kind of other it's a courage it took courage like, and really I think an empowered Latina really needs to have some courage to go out there and to decide to make like a difference and ultimately our scholarship recipient she's so amazing she helped us so much with this other phase of the scholarship we're doing but like we would have never met her like never been able to do this if we really wouldn't have just taken advantage of the things that surrounded us and just went for it regardless mm-hmm. honestly everything was against us like all the odds were against us mm-hmm. even making a thousand dollars honestly we made it to less than three hundred dollars in our first like Scott in our first uh concert so we did another one and we literally just got our uncle who has a grupo norteño he's like i'll play for wow. you wow that's awesome dad. yeah <laughs> honestly you like, got some really interesting people for oh us. my like, god you guys just said norteño and i started thinking about my favorite band uh los tigres del norte so oh that's god. another episode <laughs> girl i was singing la puerta negra when i was little like I, oh, when so I hear cool. that song I'm still like oh wait a minute <laughs> Girl, okay that's I'll, I'll be right honest there. with you my dad didn't teach us how to drive because of Los Leyes del Norte because there was I think uh, one of their corridos had a story about a kid who died at 15 <gasps> are you serious the car. Literally. yeah and my dad was like I'm not teaching you guys how to drive because oh literally so then i had to go into driving school and rihanna still doesn't have your driver's license well, i don't have my driving but, but she knows how but to I drive, know how to drive. <laughs> she knows how to drive. 
That's so crazy. Yeah, well, you know, dad, they say, like corridos are real stories. They're all real stories. So my dad's like, yeah, I'm not teaching you, you guys how to drive, drive because I'm not running that risk. And I was like, really? like yeah. he was just like, los tigres del norte said that. The, 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 oh God, like los tigres del norte. Of course, of course, Dad. <laughs> I love it. Hey, let me just clarify something real quick for for those of you listening who are like, what the hell are they talking about? Los Tigres del Norte are a Mexican. They're not a banda. They're a group. They're a Mexican group. They're, they're Norteño. Yeah. yeah they're, they're the bomb. They're the bomb. Sinaloa, which is where our parents are from. Oh, where are they? Where are they from? Sinaloa. Okay. My dad's from Zacatecas. So I haven't been over there in a long time. But so here's side note. Side note. Just follow. We're having a cafecito chat. We talk about all kinds of things. Um, this is just a side note. And I'm not going to edit this because I love it. I love how real you guys are and I think that's aside from what you're doing I'm just like oh my god I love these girls (laughs) uh so my dad always listened to Los Tigres del Norte and I told you guys I grew up like in a straight up Mexican neighborhood in Chicago and I didn't know this but he would always be in the garage listening you know to Los Tigres del Norte and I didn't know this back then because I was so little every time he was in there he had just fought with my mom so he was blasting Los Tigres del Norte so it's just funny and that's what I was talking about earlier how you could be having a conversation with with another Latina and then all of a sudden you're like wait a minute same here same here you know so I I just I love it okay so we got off track there but that's okay so anyway No, but it's, it's, just, it's funny because it's like you you mentioned that moment and it's like I think what rings in our head is that we had a neighbor and yeah. every time she used to fight with her husband she wouldn't play Los Tigres del Norte but she would play Paquita, Paquita La del Barrio <laughs> yeah, I swear she, she would blast on blast. volume <laughs> yeah she was like I'm gonna let you know that I'm mad at you like oh my god so how, how could we describe Paquita La del Barrio She's empowered, but she's, she's an empowered uh, uh, feminist, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I feel like she's so with that. Like, she's she's just a classic lady that you just listen to that you don't piss lady. off. <laughs> you don't piss off, uh-uh. and she hates men, unfortunately. <laughs> I, I mean, I. It's it's, 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 it's true. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny! Wow, that that was. That was good. Just to have that moment on the episode. Let me look back at my questions. <laughs> oh, okay. So I wanted to ask you guys what you, th- we're going to talk about the scholarship towards the end, but I wanted to ask you guys, cause I know we we're talking about, um, you were saying like knowing who you are at your core, which I loved that you said that. Cause that's something that I actually coach on. So my question was, how could we show up authentically as who we are and if you just kind of want to dive into that a little because I think it's so important that we do know who we really are because when you know who you are I feel like you're not comparing yourself to other people you know it and at at least that's been my experience so I'll pass the mic to you guys (laughs) I feel like I, I love this question because I I feel like we've we've learned so many things this throughout year. this year. This year, just specifically, specifically about <laughs> this year, and I honestly cannot stress enough that being unapologetic, a don't like you don't have to apologize for who you are. A I feel like that's the main thing. The next thing is it's okay to be selfish. I feel like in our culture we we get a lot of. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to say not a bad word, but we get a lot of... You're good. You're fine. I I can say it. (laughs) Yeah, say it. We get a lot of crap for being like ourselves or for not being selfish. Like, I mean, in our household, at some point, we were not just taking the role of like working on on educated hermanas. We were also house daughters for like, we probably still are. We are. We probably still are. (laughs) Unfortunately, we still have to do our chores at home. I mean, we live at home. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, it's her contri- contribution to mm. the house, I guess. But um, would you guys I- mind having a conversation with my daughter about this? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm Any just kidding. Continue. 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 I literally just had this conversation this morning. So that's why I'm like, huh, okay, continue. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, no, you're totally fine. And I think 
I think it's important to be selfish. I think yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. And I think so many times we've been told like, oh, like, you know, you're selfish and it, that's fine. You know what? If you need to put those boundaries on your family, that's totally fine. We literally had to put place boundaries on a few of like family members this year. And at first it seemed like, oh my gosh, we're like kind of being disruptors in that sense. But it felt so good because I don't think anyone should be forced to like, I don't think you have to deal with anyone that you yourself, you don't vibe with, you know? Yeah. So I think that's another way to show up for yourself. And I think it's important to just take care of your mental health, take care of yourself. Don't be afraid of talking about things that you're afraid of talking about, things that are taboo. I think those are also very important issues that I feel like so many people are so quiet about so many things. And I think showing up for yourself is definitely that being able to be who you are authentically and unapologetically. I love it. And I love the boundaries. I love that because, oh, there's so many women that didn't learn those, including myself. And it does feel weird because you feel like you're being mean, but that's a lie. (laughs) You got to have boundaries. boundaries are such a wonderful thing I we journal every single day so that's one of the things that we've been doing I think for the past four months now. yeah four months now that we've been journaling like constantly every single day and I think one of the things that I constantly write is like boundaries are such a beautiful thing and it, they really are why because they bring you sanity and they also don't like they don't force you to explain yourself to anyone like if you don't want to you have that boundary that's like you know what I'm not going to talk about it and this is what we learned this year is that boundaries is part of self-love. And then mm. what you're teaching people how to how to treat you, how you want to be treated. Yes. I That's think so, so I, good. I'm just going to quickly add to Mariana's mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that it's an, didn't you say it was an, an individualistic yes. process? I think everybody's going to find out how to show up for themselves. And you are going to determine that and no one else's. It's a process that is never ending. Mm-hmm. And you keep learning about it um, as you go through. Like, I don't know, like, you just have to pay attention to your life and, and what and goes on and to yourself and what goes on during your day to day. Showing up to yourself is not going to the party, but showing up to yourself is maybe going to that, you know, self-care routine date with your friends. So it definitely depends from person to person and it's going to be transforming and evolving based on where you're at in your life. And I love that you said, pay attention to yourself. So can you tell me what the scholarship is all about? Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. So we have a wonderful, um, $5,000 grant. It's called the Educated Hermanas Grant. And it's um, a grant for any Latina woman living living in the U.S. 18 and over. Um, And it's truly it's truly an opportunity um, to take a leap or I guess a a transformational career Mm -hmm. opportunity. And that really can mean anything from like, you know, being able to use those $5,000 to buy yourself like a new like wardrobe because that's what you need for your job or for your social media platform Mm -hmm. and those are you know the outfits that you want to buy for for your platform so you can record or it could really mean um traveling the world so truly um using the money to to transform your life and to take a really big leap a risk a risk anything else you want to add i think you've covered it i feel like i love that it's a cool opportunity for anyone who wants to transform their career path so oh, cool. one of the main things, it's like, I feel like this is, it's so important for women to want to like go out, go off on research. I feel like that's something that Mel and I talk about often. It's like the failed opportunities that we had. And one of the reasons why the Educated Hermanas grant was really created was so other women don't have to go through the burden of having to say no to those really big mm. and amazing opportunities that can transform yourself, your career path, and like everything about you. And I mean, because money is an issue, it's like, oh, you know what? I can't do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we all have those filled opportunities and I think it's important to just kind of stop it there. I love <laughs> it. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, we we saw this. We're space. so big on it. We're so big on it. We're like, okay, like, okay, do we give another college scholarship or what do we do? So we're like, no, like we truly want to give this opportunity for someone that wants to take like a, a risk, a really big leap. Um, to think beyond maybe just school. I mean, you can use it and you can make an argument for how it can benefit, you know, you and your education. But if you can extend beyond, that's really what we're looking for. The bigger picture of how it can help you in some sort of aspect of your 
life. Go study abroad. Study abroad, a self-help courses that, you know, self-help course that it's kind of an investment. I, yeah. I don't know. We keep looking at these, we keep looking <laughs> at like self-help, um, self-care as an investment. Like you it's really have to invest in yourself to be able to find and to be at your best self, I think. Yeah, yeah I agree. I love that. Man, you guys are amazing. So do you all want to add anything as we wrap up? It's been so fun. I like, oh my gosh, every time, every time I've talked to you all, like I just, I just end our conversation feeling like, oh my God, I'm so glad I talked to them. So you all are fun. And this was so fun, but anything else you want to add? Maybe some encouragement for, for someone out there who's listening, who's like, oh man, I want to do whatever. I don't have the money. What what would you tell them about? Like you guys have a grant. That's such an amazing opportunity. So just anything you want to add. <laughs> I guess no idea. Well, first of all, no idea is too big of an idea. I think the idea should get bigger and bigger. And it's it's a matter of just again looking into what are the resources that surround you that can help uplift you. And if you feel like you have no resources, this podcast is a resource. Mm-hmm. We Thank you. <laughs> yes, yeah, it really 100%. is. It really is a resource. Mariana and I are a resource. And if you continue yeah. to look around in your community, you're gonna see that there are more people willing to help you out than willing to see you fail. So just don't be yeah. afraid. Put out your really, really big dream could be as crazy I thought we thought that creating a concert was crazy and that wasn't crazy enough we thought Uh overcoming 24 of our biggest fears and just doing it on a fly without a budget was crazy and it wasn't crazy (laughs) it was crazy you know it was crazy (laughs) because we continuously found ourselves surrounded by people who wanted to help us yes we had to invest and and yes sometimes it did hurt to spend Mm -hmm. a little bit here and there but I think we learn that when you make space for these things, so much abundance comes into your mm-hmm. life. And I think you can't be afraid to create the space for the amazing things to really like enter and like, you know, kind of like come in, come into your life. Like we said with the concert, it honestly educated humans, what is now educated at Manas really started to evolve the moment we decided to take the big dream and make it happen. And to not be afraid. I think that was the biggest thing was to take a leap of faith. And it's like kind of those things where it's like you're jumping off a cliff and you just kind of have to close your eyes and just build the airplane. while you're flying out. <laughs> Build the, air, the airplane parachute out. Like it's one of those things where it's so unexpected, but I think the journey is so worth it. I mean, at least in our experience, I feel like all the people that we've met along our journey have been nothing but a blessing. Everybody has taught us something and it's been so magical because we've met people from all walks of life. And I think that's, I mean, that's just like the the small portion of the magic. I think the magic, you start creating it yourself. The moment you decide to open yourself. I mean, I think it's like the constant reminder of like when we went to Ohio, we <laughs> thought we were going to go to this like really Midwestern, like maybe potentially racist. I mean, we've never been outside of California, but we have, but not like to a certain extent, like not as like older women. Um, and we found nothing but kindness. Wow. So the moment you open yourself up to that kind of love for to receive of people, you just you receive an abundance. I feel like that's where the miracles the miracles really truly begin to just happen. The moment you decide to open your heart and to just be like, you know what, I'm gonna let everything that's good and everything that's meant for me to just come my way. It's going to make its way to me. And I think the last note is trust us. There's going to be the judgmental Theo and and the yeah. judgmental mom and dad. And honestly, it's just Theo, part of yes, it's family. part of like there's going to be so much noise. But I think you just can't take no for an answer. And I think we've we found ourselves, you know, even, you know, throughout our like trajectory with educated hermanas where people want to tell us how to do things specifically the family you know even like, oh, no, you're, parents, you're not doing enough and it's like you know why what? didn't you get the design job why didn't you go <laughs> like you have no paying job it's like actually you don't know what this is what i'm gonna sew off of what i'm reading yes like, I'm gonna, honestly the, i don't know how it goes the noise, <laughs> the noise is gonna be there but just carry on honestly <laughs> honestly it's gonna be hard and your journey is gonna be completely different to ours but that is okay. And everybody's journey is going to be uniquely special and magical in your own kind of way. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Oh my goodness. See why I want to keep talking to you. Huh? So 
if somebody out there is like, I need to get on that scholarship, where do they apply and how do they connect with you? Because guys, you have to go follow them, connect with them. They are amazing. Even just your IG. So yeah, where can they apply? Where can they find you? All that good stuff. So the application is on, everything is basically going to be found on our Educated Hermanas um, Instagram page. Uh, you do, we do spell Educated Hermanas in a kind of unique way because Hermanas is not with an S. We we spell it with a Z, kind of to give it our own twist. But also to keep the essence of Educated exactly. Humans. Exactly. When, when we talked, when we started Educated Humans, Educated Humans started a trajectory of the Z because we wanted to separate ourselves from any like... Mm-hmm maybe like any common like platforms. So we wanted to continue that trajectory. So everything is on our educated and manas page with the Z. With the Z. <laughs> um, it's on our, is it tap bio? Our tap bio, everything you'll find everything, their application. And then the, the only big requirement mainly is probably follow us. And then like, there's a few essays um, to follow with that, but and the application oh. is November 15th. Yes, it's due November 15th. So it's a month from yesterday, right? Or today? today? Oh, yeah. wait, no. A, a month, month from, from today. today. Yeah. I think they wait from you. You were close. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, honestly, I don't even know the days I'm living hey, in. Hey, I feel like a lot of people are like, what day is it today? So you're good. <laughs> well, this was so much fun. I am so, so grateful that you came. And I feel like listeners are just going to be so blessed by this conversation. Guys, please go follow them, go support them. They're doing such amazing work. And I know that, you know, this is not the, like, this is just the beginning of where you guys are going. So when you, when you get famous, don't forget oh me. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. Oh not forget you. Know? you know? <laughs> we had way too many fun conversations. <laughs> <laughs> we need to continue talking about our neighbor that used to blast Paquita La We'll have a lot of fun with her. We're gonna you guys are gonna have to come back on for I don't know something something fun because That's this was it. fun. <laughs> have a comadreando session. Oh my god, yes. I love that. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, you all have a wonderful day and please go check them out. And if you want to start something, you have an idea, it doesn't matter how crazy it is, uh please. I encourage you to go apply for this scholarship. I'm considering it. I'm not going to lie. It sounds like such a great opportunity. Honestly, please, (laughs) by all means, it's $5,000. They were raised with so much love. I mean, I cannot begin to say how many, like the people who poured their heart and soul into like donating, everybody has so many of the well wishes. And I feel like I always tell them it's like carrying over. It, it carries over. It's a community thing. So obviously it's a community grassroots There's thing. There's no like official, official sponsors. This is literally people wanting to see the people women succeeding. in our community. Wow. That's so beautiful. I love it. All right. Well, now I'm going to let you all go. Bye. Hey girl, wasn't that episode so empowering and inspiring? Hey, do me a favor, share this episode with the women in your life because something powerful happens when we lift each other up. You can share this episode with your amigas by texting them the link, posting it on social, and you can also tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast. I'll make sure to give you a shout out. And hey, if you haven't left a review for the Fearless Mujer podcast and you have Apple, go ahead and leave me a review. Let me know that you're loving this podcast. All right, girl. God bless.